I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed, and you're listening to Stan, Rowe, and Camus on the SGP podcast. Shut up, Camus. Are you ready? Going on the beat. You're listening to the SGP podcast. You are listening to the longest running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the SGP podcast where we have a full house for tonight. All four of us are complete Stan C. Romaran, Raf Camus, and Andre Bigodala, aka Chino Liao. Joining us on this week's episode Shouldn't have said that name again <laughs> But we did Damn it, you know No, Stan After he's after he was traded <laughs> It's oh, not It doesn't work anymore <laughs> It doesn't work we need Shut to find up, the, Stan We need to find Stop. you No No, it doesn't apply to him It doesn't apply to this podcast I'm happy that it triggers Camus Oh, <laughs> God I'm happy that the Warriors had a subpar offseason <laughs> It's not subpar Willie Cauley-Stein's pretty good Can we call him WCS then? Oh, that, that voice you're hearing in the background, by the way Is our guest for this week he Thank is you, Martin Guest reviewer and our, uh, our, our guest co-host for the week Straight from Jobber Talk Please welcome Martin Vicencio. Martin, welcome to the SGP Martin! podcast. Martin! <laughs> Crossover episode! Um, hey guys! <laughs> Thank you for having me. This is like so weird because um, I was about to message you guys if you guys are free to record something for me during this episode or the next episode. And then Camus out of the blue just PMs me and says, hey, are you free to review the show? I'm like, wow, this is just... So perfect. Yeah, it's called that serendipity. There you go. There, you there go. are no accidents. That's, There's that's no huh? accidents. It's okay. an improv thing. Oh, it's, it's a thing. thing. Yeah. It's, it's a, a thing. Yeah, it's All an right. improv. So the stars align. Right. It's serendipity. Yeah. back yeah. 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 Anyway, she was uh, the best part of that movie. Yes, yes, undoubtedly she was. <laughs> yes. So we got Martin joining <laughs> no, us. No, the hot chocolate was the best part of that movie. How dare you? How. Dare. Really, you're gonna? You just did that. That's your joke of the week. How dare no. you? No, that's Chino proving his age because he was the only one in this room who was born during the Marcos era. Uh-huh. Huh? What is that? What Marcos era, pa? No. Oh crap. Okay. How dare you? Well, the Berlin Wall was up when Chino was born. How dare you, Stan? As for us, the you? Berlin Wall was done and cracked out. You know, when when we were born. I'm not sure about you, Martin. I'm, I don't know how old you are. <laughs> I might be just one. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, so um, it's th- so this is a crossover episode. Uh, a couple of us have done jobber uh, jobber talk in the past, so it's nice to have Martin Naman in the SGP podcast. Sir, why us. have I not been on jobber talk? <laughs> why have I not been on jobber talk? You guys, you guys will be in two three months. Yeah, that's true. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair, fair. Might as well drop the bomb. Now. I've, I've had I've had three guestings already. Oh no! Why, why is that? Because he's the nearest one. Okay. He's the nearest. No. I'm the nearest one to you. Like, I've been to your place. Oh, right. No. Because Martin and I are friends. Oh, hey, he's my friend. oh come on. 
The only reason I can't meet with Stan is he's busy at the radio station. Hello? Hello? Kasalanan niyo pala, Wave 891. Oh, and dami excuses ni Martin. Hindi pala Wow, he sounds like Grab Camus on Twitter now. I know. I would just drive away now, Camus. So we've got uh, Martin here to review PWR Live Pack Gunner. But before we do that, we've got a bunch of business to talk about. Let's start off with AEW Fighter Fest, which took place on the morning of Pack Gunner. So out of us here in the room, I think only Rose seen the whole show. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why I thought everyone would be watching the whole show, especially Camus. I've watched, I've, I've gotten through the entire pre-show and why all the of... Why pre-show? Because Michael Nakazawa is worth watching. Alright, fine. And I, um, my my thing with um, AEW is that I want to watch it start to finish just because uh. um, their pre-shows have shown that they know how to not just work on audience, but go from 0 to 60 real quick and then make everything else make sense. Even a hardcore match be- between Jeff Jabaley. Is that is that right? Jabaley? Jabaley. Versus Michael Nakazawa. And as garbage as the match is from a, you know, critic standpoint, it's still fun to watch. And it belongs in the pre-show, but it works, guys. So I've only really seen Yung Riho Triple Threat, which uh, she won. It's so great. And the first match, which was uh, Christopher Daniels and Shima. So the first two matches were pretty good. Uh, they really set the tone, and I'm expecting a better show uh, from then on. I also caught the MJF promo, and um, I don't know. There, there's something about MJF that I don't really see in WWE, uh, which is what, what makes go. him really attractive. You don't see the Miz at all. Yeah, I see the Miz. So much Miz. Um, it's so much. It's so much Miz, but so much more crass. It's, yeah, yeah, it's crass. It's like Miz. It's the Miz amped up to like a hundred. Yeah, MJF is really punchable. Like see, Miz, I, I guess as a heel, he's not as punchable anymore because I actually like the Miz. But no. MJF, uh, like I really want to kick him in the balls. Like if I see him in, in person, I probably want to have that impulse. So which was what effective. the Miz used to be. Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. In his early Miz heel days. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's just. Think about um, think about MJF as the next evolution of the Miz um, stereotype, if you will. I, I guess so. Yeah, uh, Ro, you were saying something uh, off the air about Fighter Fest as a whole. I don't know. I thought I thought it was easy to watch. It wasn't like the most groundbreaking show. It wasn't like it wasn't uh, Double or Nothing. <laughs> it wasn't Double or Nothing for sure. It wasn't as good as All In or Double or Nothing. But it was uh, a decent show. It was a solid show. It wasn't. Uh, something that would you, you would put up on their Hall of Fame ever. But if you want some solid wrestling and then if you want to connect the stories, the problem is they, they announced so many things at the same time for so many different, uh, so many different shows uh, mm-hmm. in their future, in the calendar, that it kind of gets confusing. That before this event happened, you had builds up, you have, you have builds up for uh, different... Fight for the Fallen. Fight for the Fallen, All Out, up. Fighter Fest. Okay. It is mostly because um, Fighter Fest was produ- co-produced by CEO Games Convention, which is happening in, which was the real event that was happening, and then Fighter Fest is a side event of sorts. Yeah, yeah. So it just kind of gets confusing if you're not paying super close attention to it. Yes. But canon, huh? Canon, Yes, it's canon. It's it's, canon. it's it's like it's canon, but it's uh. It's subplot subplot type of show. Mm. It's a build up type of show. Yeah, it's one of those. Uh, if you if you're familiar with NJPW, it's one of those road two shows. Mm, it's like okay. a road two show. It's so road, it's road two, two. No, it's road two. Uh, fight for the fight fallen. For the fall. yeah, 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 yeah. Which fight for the fallen is road, road two, two all, all out. out. 
So uh, it would make sense lang if they promoted everything in order, but I can't be mad at it too much because you know it it made sense it made sense in the end. All right. So that's Fighter Fest for you. Um, is there a clear cut match of the night from the entire show? And not the one. Well, the one of two percent out to me is a triple threat uh, Joshi match. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything else was solid, but not. It was know, solid, okay. Not yeah, it's fine. Solid, okay. Solid, okay. Not uh, nice plug, Camus. <laughs> Sana may taka solid, okay, dito. <laughs> Bak- in the future, you never know. Maybe, maybe. Aldo, we could get Aldo to review a show. Maybe yeah, he's been to a few. Yeah. Hey Aldo, if you're listening to this, uh, he's probably not. He probably not. I can, tell him. The, yeah, I can yeah. tell him too. She didn't get him to listen. Okay. Uh, so, okay. So let's talk about Ron's Smackdown this week because this week was. Oh, what can I say? Sorry. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the one thing I did see from uh, Fighter Fest was this crazy spot from Joey Janela. Yeah. Jumping off the ladder onto John Moxley. Oh yes, oh, yes. Uh, they are uh, that unsanctioned match, the the real main event of the show, Janela versus Moxley, is super insane. Uh, if your thing is a de- uh, not a death match, it wasn't super death match, but a hardcore match, a backyard, yeah, thing. backyard ultra violent matches like that. It wasn't super ultra violent, but it was crazy enough to be notorious. Yeah, I feel like finally John Moxley has people who can match his level of crazy. Yeah. You know how he has guys like the AEW has guys like Jimmy Havoc. Where Havoc. He, yeah, he Havoc has, will he, kill himself. For yeah, right. Things. Like and John Moxley is known to do the same thing. So I can't wait to see what he does against Havoc these guys. Did do CCW at some point. There's yeah. that too. Yeah, right. So I I want to see John Moxley bring out his best against other guys who are as insane as he is in a hardcore setting. Yes, in a hardcore setting. Has anybody here or has everybody here watched uh, Raw and SmackDown in full this week? No, sir. No. Yeah. Uh, Raw, I have. With, a, yeah. with Martin, as guests, just the clips of the 24-7 where Drake Maverick got it while his uh, wife was having a bathroom break mm-hmm. on the way to their on honeymoon. The to their honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, then, oh my God, the Maria Canellis dr- Drum. You know, okay, okay. No, so um, ah, this week was the first week na executive directors in Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff. But I've been reading uh, the dirt sheets like Wrestling Inc. and FRW Mania or mm-hmm. uh, whatever it's called. And they do say na hindi pa sila officially nagtatrabaho. Like they were there, but they don't have their fingerprints all over the entire show. But the show felt different. Oh, yeah, Raw certainly felt different. It was a Raw I could sit through. I loved uh, I loved the main event, Ricochet and AJ Styles with AJ turning heel and then the club reforming. The club reforming. Oh, the club is back. That was really good. That. And I think uh, kailangan to ng Raw because the shield is gone. Yes. And there really isn't a faction running roughshod over Raw anymore mm-hmm. if, uh, unless you count Shane McMahon and all of his lackeys. I mean, you can't really consider yung group of heels niya, like sila Drew McIntyre because they were never really a threat because yeah. they kept breaking up. The moment they lost the big match in the main in, in the pay per view, wala na sila the next show, diba? And it's a new threesome the next uh, week on Raw. So with with the club at least, we know it's an established stable. We know that they can do damage. We and, know that they have chemistry, and we we know that they have chemistry, which is the most important thing. And there's some behind-the-scenes news attached to that as well, and uh, that's related to the contracts of Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, because just last week, it was reported that uh, they were unhappy with their deals, they were offered a multi-year deal, and they were not thinking of re-signing because they were unhappy with the lack of creative direction. Now, the news is that after this week's Raw, with the club having reformed, and they may have reportedly signed their extensions now. That's good for them, though, because... 
we haven't seen them on TV in a long, long time. I think I know, I know. I think it's you know, uh, that news is a lot of speculation because nobody really knows what the what the deal is with them. Okay. So maybe it would, before it was only rumored and people said sign. also rumored and excited said that because of the new club, but we don't really know for sure because. A lot of this is also speculation on their part. So much of it is speculation. Yeah. And yeah, to, to be fair, the WWE doesn't exactly have a Woj, so all these yeah. Woj bombs aren't exactly Woj, Woj bombs. I mean, the last guy I remember having a quote-unquote extension way back in 2005 was Chris Jericho, and that was mm. just a few weeks, and then he still left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, young official, young official, official yeah. stuff. Um, at this point, because uh, the the market is good for established tag teams and Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, if they choose to go back to Japan, there's a lot of room for them to fill there if they choose to. Mm-hmm. But if they go to AEW, the situation is even better because the matchups there are fresher for them with a couple of names that they may have crossed paths with at some point. So, Box versus Gallows and Anderson, anybody? I was going to say best friends versus... Mm. No, I'm more, I want to see the club versus club scenario play. Yeah, Chino. <laughs> I like. I want to see. I want to see where the, if they if this does happen, mm. it's interesting to see where Anderson where Anderson and Gallows will end up. Considering that um, the God already turned on the elite the last yep. time they were in NJPW, so it'd yep. be interesting to see where you know this is just fantasy booking on our end, but it's interesting to note. Zooming out a bit, uh, Raw and SmackDown having been a bit better this week, I hope that it is just step one of a rehab of the state of affairs of Raw and SmackDown. Um, again, hindi pa masyadong nagtitake affecting changes with uh, Eric Bischoff and Paul Heyman on board. So it, um, there is news that Eric Bischoff will only really start uh, full-time after Extreme Rules, which is the July 16 episode of SmackDown. Oh. So that's a bit of a wait. As for Paul Heyman, he's already well. He was on the show, and there is also uh, room, there are rumors that uh, WWE is done with authority figures like Ayon and Nila. So um, if if Heyman or Bischoff ever become TV uh, characters again, it's probably not in the position of an authority. Figure. I like how Paul Heyman released a statement in an interview, but I'm saying that people don't. He, it, it's not the way I feel about how authority figures. I don't but, agree with it. Either. Yeah, but it makes sense to me. Mm. Um, I get how he he would think that people are just after how a match is made and not the backstory behind it. You know what I mean? Like, there's no need to explain how an authority figure says, "Oh, bro, play a player, it's a tag team match." So <laughs> need for that anymore. Um, the fact that there's a story being told within the match itself. Is enough for fans, and it might not be enough for me, but I would think that this would make sense in terms of trimming down the you know amount of unnecessary story in a three-hour show. I'll agree with it to some extent, Lang, because I do think the general manager role is still very important because you still need to know why things happen. Uh, unless they're going to replace uh, the general manager role with an actual system that you know ranks wrestlers puts them in the format and uh, makes sense of the chaos so you mean ring of honor early 2000s yeah or that daniel brand promotion um is it called ring of honor no the one before, <laughs> the one before that the evolve evolve okay. now, early evolve did have it yeah. but early evolve right? early evolve, evolve, early evolve, evolve had evolve. an emphasis on win loss records cuz so 
uh, you, you should only get rid of an authority figure plot device if you're gonna have an actual ranking system plot device system a okay. system system not necessarily a ranking system but a system like uh, let the wh- whoever is the authority figure be just uh, no, just someone to facilitate the system probably more closer to what Regal is on NXT yeah w- but with uh, mechanisms around it because like yeah. The way I look at it, it's established like, mechanisms. Yeah, because like when you look at if for those of you who didn't go through that phase of Ring of Honor where Nigel McGuinness was champion forever and this ranking system was in play, it felt hokey after a while. But then you see it, and then you look at it the same way that most WWE fans look at um, the invasion angle, where it's like this had so much potential, but executionally failed. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, the way I look at authority figures is going to be necessary, especially because you have such a deep roster on both brands. And Rose, right, you do have to make sense out of all the chaos. So having someone, uh, a sheriff, right, to, to keep everybody in place, even if heal na authority figure, yun, I, I think it's still necessary even in 2019. At least, if you look at it this way, at least it's not a guest general manager anymore. Mm. Yeah. Remember yeah. when they did that? Or, yeah, the, that or the laptop. <laughs> I'd rather have a human being than a laptop <laughs> any day of the week. Uh, I, I just really want stories to make sense again. And so far, uh, Raw this week, for the most part, still made sense. Like Even the silliness of the 24-7 championship. Again, it, it made sense. Because uh, remember how when this all began, it was really just all about our truth And then suddenly, Drake Maverick has emerged as the clear foil to our truth in the story. Do you know what the you know what the most thing the thing that doesn't make any sense in all of that is mm. why is somebody honeymooning in San Antonio? <laughs> no why one. He wanted to win the championship. Oh, why did you shit on San Antonio? Why comes? are you shitting on San Antonio? Maybe it's a they, great city. Yeah, maybe they want to remember the Alamo. In the do you know? Yeah. Do you know that? Do you know how much racism exists there? Well, yes, it's it's Texas. It's a southern it's, state. Yeah, yeah. that. Yeah, because sure. Houston's pretty okay in terms of racism. I mean, it's not about basketball, guys. It's just a shitty place to live. Why have you lived in San Antonio? No, are you I'm, an expert in American life? Are you I a got, Texan? I have a Mexican Texan? friend who who's based well, in San so this Antonio. Is secondhand, uh, secondhand. Okay, secondhand, secondhand information secondhand from a guy hand. with an American passport. Yes, that we should just take yeah. as as uh, <laughs> the word of God. Tourist visa, tourist visa lang kami ni Stan, so hindi kami authorities. Our opinions so, don't count because yeah, yeah. Filipino passport tayo. Yeah. Six months lang tayo dun. Kamus kaya kila. Nobody you're getting you you applied for your green card. No, I can't, man. Why are we talking about this on air? <laughs> yeah, um, why are you doxing Chino? Why are you Martin's from the DFA? Why, 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 you fucking, why are you fucking with me? Yeah. You guys should be talking to the American embassy. Just to be clear. Uh, okay. Thank, thank you, DFA Martin. Martin. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, Martin works in the DFA non pass Wow, you're section. also doxing Martin. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, Martin, how does it feel working for the government? No, 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 answer that. That's okay. <laughs> Right, you don't uh, have to. Any other thoughts on Raw and SmackDown this week? Like, um, you know, for me as someone who hasn't seen the main roster shows for about a month, it was a uh, it was a good step. It certainly made me excited to catch this week's episodes because you know, they're watchable. See, they're watchable. That's I wanted to see how Bischoff and Heyman with uh, have an impact on them. Yes. Yeah, after like not watching for about two months, I feel like it's easy enough for me to sit through. Uh, the five hours of programming that they produce for the main roster shows now. Here's a question uh, before we move on to Pakanern. What do you think of Alistair Black just running his mouth for the past couple of months? 
Because it's a complete 180 from his time in NXT where it's he started not, out. It's as obviously not his fault. <laughs> yeah, it's obviously like we hate it. I hate it, but it's ob- It's not like he can do anything about it. The way he doesn't, he doesn't have creative control of where his character goes. Mm. It, it sucks. Yeah, but I mean, what is he gonna do? Are we gonna hate him for it? No, but does it kill his mystique? Because I, for one, don't know what his character is anymore aside from an edgy guy who likes to talk. Oh yeah, for for sure it does. I mean, he doesn't do anything except talk behind some gloomy ass. Like in in the middle of a gloomy ass room, the but what does that do for him? That was like in my talk last week. He looked like he had this boner and yeah. he was trying to conceal. He, 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 like, he Why do you notice crazy, these things? He, he did a, he did something Hold disturbing, on. which at the very least added to it to his persona. I just wish na it wasn't such a sharp one eighty. Because uh, you you uh, take a look at his NXT run and really the first six months I guess he's not yeah. yeah. until the Velveteen Dream feud. Yeah. And then now and he's then just talking. Great. And even during his first few months on Raw, tagging with Ricochet, they competed for the Raw tag team titles. They didn't say a thing. So, but he's already, okay. The guy can talk. He's not a terrible talker. And I think this is just them giving him a voice so that people can acclimate to it when he needs to be a talker. He, I agree that he isn't a terrible talker at all. He's very good. I'll yeah, he is pretty good. I, I'll, 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 uh, he, I'll say he's that. He's better than Ricochet, for sure. <laughs> for sure. For mm-hmm. sure. And think, Tanong, why doesn't he have a Danish accent? Or a European accent, for that matter? He I never he did. He never really mm-hmm. did, because he's... No, Danish accents are very subtle, though. No. Yeah, that's why. It's, it's subtle. Not, it's it, not pronounced like German or all those no. other accents. Yeah. And I can still hear it. Yeah, you can say it's, it's like a, it's oh, there I barely for, hear it. Like it's, Cesaro very pronounced in European accent. Is he Swiss? Yeah. There's, wait, there's no such thing as a European accent. Or you you can tell European that he's from Europe. Like, yeah. You can tell he's from Europe when he speaks. As for Alistair Black, Hindi uh, as, as as obvious. Because oh. Dan- because um, Danish Danish accents Danes. Danes. right yeah. are very subtle. That's it's not the most pronounced accent out of all of them. It's it's more it's. Smoother, yeah, I would like yeah. to say. It's very neutral, actually. Yeah, yeah. Much like France. <laughs> really? There's some parts of France that have a neutral. Accent. I would not see Pepe Le Pew. Yeah, okay. I, I But he's a caricature. <laughs> That's the thing. He's he's the extreme caricature, literal caricature. Have you not heard Rene Dupri? Yeah, Rene Dupri. Who was <laughs> also a caricature? Also a caricature. <laughs> the, well, Guys, the French. The French can speak straight English. Have, have you not heard uh, what's his name? Um, the Quebecers. No, no, no. The no, partner yeah, Sylvester Lefort, that guy. Yeah. I was gonna say, oh. have you not heard Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn? Yeah, there's. No, Kevin Owens had a thick accent before he learned how to get rid of it. But Sami Zayn does not. Does oh not. yeah, there you go. Sami Zayn, Sami Zayn sounds So you want to talk about you want to talk about accents? There you go. Also, they're Canadian, so they shouldn't count. French Canadian. Well, Maurice has an accent, yeah, so and she's from the same. No, Maurice part. had to learn English as an adult. Like when yes. she joined WWE, she didn't she know didn't much know. English. Yeah, and that's ibasha ibasha. Right, anyway, uh, we're gonna start Linguistics. reviewing. Yeah, after that. Linguistics, uh, the little rabbit hole. And Dan, what a rabbit hole. <laughs> Let's get to the review for PWR Live Pakanern, and it will be brought to you by our special guest correspondent from Jobber Talk, Martin. Martin! What's up, guys? This is uh, Mr. Athletic Jeff Cobb, and you're listening to the SGP Podcast. It's time for the review for PWR Live Pakganern. It is the season six opener for PWR, and this is why Martin from Jobber Talk is joining us this week on the podcast. So before we start, Martin, let me ask you, what were your expectations for Pakganern? 
honestly, I was expecting I would not even be there, but thank God I was there. Thank God you were there. Thank God. I wasn't there. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> Thanks, Chino. It, it wasn't just me who was glad who was mm. there. Yeah. Like, who who almost didn't make it? I think Ray couldn't make it. Mayor couldn't have made it, coming from but Conrad. There. But he was there. Like, after his uh, induction ceremony in Pasay, quote-unquote. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, like, those guys as well, oh my God, we made it. And then after the show, Oh my god, we're so glad we made it. Yeah, Martin shouting out uh, fellow PWR fans that he normally sits with. Martin, what's it like section? being friends with me? Or... <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, shit. That's what, <laughs> what I've <laughs> always wanted to know. Dude, um, <laughs> here's the thing. We have no, I'm of, here. If you're listening, yeah. this is not nothing this against you. This is nothing you, against right? you. This is I'm like, just very curious. We're putting you over because like, these uh, guys like Rolando, I, I can't say the full name so long. We'll call you the mayor, Yanks. Um, guys mayor, like these, yeah. who, I, who I sit down with, who I talk about the the scene with. These are so passionate facts. These guys are so passionate that they will try their best to go on every show, on every like promotion, be it you know PWR or other promotions, mm-hmm. even like visiting promotions who might be like maybe if an SPW show will come in Manila, he'll still be there because he's supporting his boys, like you know. So I, th- I think clearly, my only clearly I'm happy that we have fans like these who support every show. That's it. I guess my only question about the mayor is why he wears shades in a very dark indoor place. Well, like does it does it hamper <laughs> his ability to enjoy the show? Maybe it's the lights. Sometimes I I, I don't wear glasses, but me mm. sometimes if it's too bright, I can't I can't see it. It's anymore. the Dwayne Wade effect. Dwayne Wade. What what is it, Dwayne Wade? What's effect? that? No, you know that Dwayne Wade had it. visual vision problems for a while mm. while he was oh. in Miami. Steph Curry didn't know. <laughs> Steph Curry was blind. See, see, um, Wade. Wade was like it's because of the amount of light that was coming in from the stadiums. Uh-huh. Yeah, like so. there were times that he really had to wear um, protective uh, eyewear okay. for, for right. a stint. But that's that a good question. Sense. I can ask him in a future episode. Yeah, yeah, please, please. Because you're gonna might. get you're oh, gonna get him on before we do. Huh? I already have him on a lot. See, that's fine. That's fine. I'm gonna have him back on before we get. That proves our point. Okay. So yeah. Uh, so, any other expectations heading into the season opener? Um, like there will be an unannouncement, but dude, that exceeded my expectations. I mean, this is like a day before the Woj bombs were happening in NBA. Mm-hmm. We needed. Freaking watch on this show because mm-hmm. a lot of things were happening, a lot of quote unquote deals, a lot of you know announcements like this guy's coming, this person's coming here, this especially what's gonna happen next. Some dude coming out here on October. We will need to be stuff. out of it because uh, oh, TJP, get it out there, yeah, yeah. TJP, like that's a huge, oh, I mean, that's a huge get. Mm-hmm. Like the only time we had TJP on the scene was when you guys had him for two episodes here in SGP. That hey. was it. That was it. And hey. then fast forward to 2019, you got him here, going here on October. This is the biggest bomb. I can't do the uh, Stephen A. Smith right now. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that the episode from 2015 eventually were the seeds, right? those, yeah. were the epi- those were the seeds that we planted to eventually get him into the October yeah. show. So I'm just glad that uh, we can finally talk about it. I'm glad that the cat's out of the bag. Mm-hmm. And that it is actually happening on October 12th. So, Stan, since you said we're Rocket Strappers. No, basically you got the uh, quote-unquote Russell Seed, the Survivor thought. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, however you want to call it. I'm, I'm just saying, uh, Martin's right. We did have TJP on in uh, the Philippine wrestling landscape before everyone else did. And I'm before happy. Any, before he blew before, up. He wasn't he even up. TJP, right? No, TJP. He had yeah, the yeah, hashtag, yeah, yeah. all he wanted is TJP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So that he was just uh, became no, no, DJ. Also, he just uh, became DJ. Our good friend Ryan Sungali also had him. Oh, yes, yeah, yes. Ryan. So yeah, you know, we miss you, Ryan. It's it's really nice. Uh, you know, we finally get to talk about it. So now that the expectations have been set heading into PWR Live Pack Gunner, let's jump into the show. What was the pre-show match? Oh God, uh, we got Team Anas, Jay, Sarah, and Robin taking on Jemmerlin and Camus. And God damn, man, uh, from the start, Jemmerlin was doing the dance. I I didn't notice it because we were not focusing on Camus running around. So me and Anas. Why was he flailing? Kinda. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, Camus. Like, oh shit. Uh, what are they doing behind Jimberlin? Are they gonna attack her during the dance? Or uh, oh wow, they're dancing. Okay. Okay, this is happening. They're dancing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so for was... anyone who has seen Stardom, that's what happens with Oedotai. Oh. That was <laughs> that was it. Uh, we when I saw the videos of PW, I was like, oh, this is good. This shit so is good. so what did you think of the match? It was entertaining, mm-hmm. but sayang, uh, I wanted uh, a certain team to win instead of you know. Because of my certain biases to that stable. Thank you uh-huh. for having certain biases, Martin. That's why you're on this podcast tonight. But basically, it was a nice opener. Mm-hmm. Not just because of the dance, but because of... It sowed the seeds, not just for that pre-show match, but for what's gonna happen next in the All Out Warla match. Okay. Because it's like part one of that story where... I think Jemmerlin got injured and the Naughty Boys were there to help her. And Camus was too busy... Getting beaten up inside the ring, and mm-hmm. there's another story there. I was there. just too busy getting beaten. Oh yes, yes, yes Chino, you weren't there. Two ladies yeah. were able to Two beat up Camus, <laughs> but but in Camus's defense, he was like doing the power moves and he was dominating on the early stretch until a low blow happened. So, I mean, to be fair, Camus be is fair. the strongest person yeah. in the women's division. To be fair, <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, I know. Excuse me, excuse me. <laughs> what? Robin oh. is a pretty strong woman. <laughs> but uh, no, so you agree that you are in the women's division? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're, not, you're not disproving my point. Camus, basically, you were the tank. You were used properly. The problem was someone used a huge ass move, low blowed you, bumaba HP mode down to zero. Here's Wait, a question for you, Martin. What did you think of the whole Let Camus Play story arc? Well, since I'm a biasly Camus fan, mm-hmm. I like the Let Camus Play. Okay. But I Were you like satisfied he actually got to play? Yes. Okay. <laughs> that was fun. All right. Any other thoughts on the pre-show or would you like to go to the opener now? si Camus because focus on Jemmerlin. Mm-hmm. And I like the seeds that were planted when Jay Sarah stole the pin on Robin. Mm-hmm. For the win. So, like, yeah, they won, but they're not still on the same page. And right, right. Baka, no, baka Camus is entering free agency. Oh, right. Yeah, there might be a Woj bomb. We need drop. a Woj bomb. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, what was the first match then on the main show? And did you get to catch yung updated OBB? Oh, yes. Uh, it was pretty cool. Pero na ko yung mga, you know, you guys are in the ring doing a certain poses, certain movements. Ah. Mm-hmm. So if you had to pick one over the other, which one did you pick? The OG OBB. Okay. Of course. Okay. That's okay. fair. But you got come on, there's new faces, new items, media stuff you guys gotta add to that video. Yeah. So we can wait on that if it comes back. The All new right. one's still kinda fine. Mm-hmm. But if you want me to pick OBB, the OG OBB from twenty seventeen up to I think early before season six. Yeah. Yeah, those ones. The one on the FB cover pages of PWR. So if you guys have yet to see it, just go to PWR's FB cover photos. It's there. It's there. Yeah, you'll find it there. 
Okay. So shout out to Imelda, man, with that sick, sick song. What's oh, yeah, that's that the name of the band. That's the name of the band, guys. Just so we're clear, it's not Imelda Marcos. No, no, no. It's the band Imelda, who's back in the news for food poisoning. And this is actually a funny choice of words, Chino. No, shout out to Imelda, the band. The band, the band, yeah. I'm not shouting out Imelda for poisoning 80 people. Well, no, it's more than almost. It's, it's almost. It's almost three hundred. No, it's past. Oh, it's past two hundred. It's three hundred almost. Martial law, pal, it. No, it's going to equal the amount of victims during the martial law. Not. No, no. Just, just, just for, just for the Manila, no. Just for the Manila. Anyway, one of the film center. Anyway, yeah. speaking anyway. of sickness, uh, get well soon, Ken Warren, because the first show, the main show, was Cali Nueva versus Ken Warren, supposedly. But he was sick, and we were saying, "Oh my God, Cali's gonna win! Cali's gonna..." Nope. They got a replacement, and it's the midget champion, uh, Trian De La Torre. So what did you think of Trian repre- uh, replacing Ken Warren in the tournament and then Trian eventually moving on to round number two? Well, just like the first match, as biasedly for this group, I yeah. was happy. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel bad because Ken was sick. Uh-huh. I said it's, uh, it seems to be a very serious sickness, so hopefully he's you know recovering right now. Mm-hmm. He's tweeting, man. Okay, but still, you know. So he's not totally incapacitated. (laughs) There are signs of life. There are signs signs of of life, life. but still, it it seems to be a serious sickness. So we hope to see him on the July 28th show. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, because big things are happening on the 28th. What did you think of Cali Nueva at this show? Because he had a star-making performance at RevoX in the -the over-the-top Battle Royal. Uh, And then now he's in a championship tournament match against Trian de la Torre. Um... To those who think Cali Nueva is not going to be a rising star, how dare you? Because, mm-hmm. like, you guys got to put the rocket strap on this guy. This guy is amazing. And, uh, we, he guessed last it. week. He guessed it last week. Uh, of course. Just I, last I listen week. to that. Okay. I listen to that. Uh, but what is it about Cali Nueva that you like? Like, uh, let's um, focus in on his performance from last Sunday. What is it about Cali Nueva in the ring or at a PWR show that makes you want to support him? Okay, uh, even way before he became Cali Nueva, you, he'd stand out in the ring as Mustache Ref or that that ninja or Kali, RT 2.0 or Kali Nueva. There is this weird aura that he has that I can't pinpoint yet, but it's there. He'll stand out anywhere you put him. Do you mean to say he has it? Yes. Yes. He right. has that. Okay. And, uh, the moves is good, especially the elbow, especially this elbow right now. Any other thoughts on Kali versus Trian, or uh, you, you, do you want to move on to the next match? Oh, um, moving on to the next match. Congratulations, Mid Champ. I can't wait to see you, you know. Um, because the next match, uh, before we go there, I gotta commend a certain group for their awesome video. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> okay, what do you think about the MSG uh, video package? I like how it was shot. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I don't know if it was Chino who said. Uh, Jason McBanwa video thing. No, I believe that was a Kel Fabi joke. A Kel Fabi joke. Mm-hmm. It felt like that, but in a sense that it's a wrestling style. Hey, shout out to Kel Fabi. Boy, ka pa pala. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where are you, man? We've been... Kung nasan ka man. man. I know you're here in the Philippines. Uh-huh. Is he though? Yeah. You know, nobody knows. Uh, I he's think. in parts unknown. Yeah, he's, he's technically in parts unknown. unknown right now. Parts unknown, okay. But yes, I am. Um... Of course, um, if you heard me, we were popping out loud when Chris Panzer took off his uh, hair tie tie and Mm -hmm. he just whipped his hair out like, oh my God, this shot is amazing. Yeah, because it's something none of us in this room could ever pull off. 
<laughs> Especially me. Anyway, <laughs> yes. Like, damn, that was so good. Um, uh, what what do you, you think of the? Yeah, what, what do you think of the, um, the the words we were saying, like the content of the video? Uh, you were able to hear it, I mind. I didn't get most of it. Mm-hmm. Like I said, we just marked out for the Panzer shot. Okay. But I saw that you know I agreed with the complacency of the certain PWR. That was your speech, like yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good start off point and how you guys are gonna change the game and whatnot. Because mm-hmm. look at it this way, just. Panzer just Sandata main max. Every time you get a talent in the MSG. But there's a promo fix medyo gumagwapo eh. But there's a Panzer gumagwapo eh. Nakita mo yung picture niya against River Ranger. Like, gwapo na nga, gumagwapo, gwapo. What the f- This is imba, man. It's unfair to some of the talent that, you know. So sinasabi mo yung mga ibang talent pa. It's like, the MSG has this weird way of making their talents look good. They're already good looking. Kamos kini gasay to naman si Martin eh. What's in that? What's in the MSG water, man? I don't know. Oh, no one. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so the message is clear naman. Like I I think uh, the only reason I'm asking these questions is I wanted feedback because I wasn't there. So I wanted to know like uh, was the quality was the audio quality okay? Like could you actually get the oh, the message across? good message. So, I can't say for me because mm-hmm. I popped on a certain spot. They popped on certain spots. Like some popped for Sandata's close-up. Yeah, and then some popped up for you know when you guys did the whole thing at the end. Right. And so if, if sorry. Yeah. Uh, so um, how do I say this? This is a good lead-up to Panzer's promo. Yes. Yes. Because we go back to 2014, 2015. Chris Panzer. There are a couple of Chris Panzer promo videos at. PWR. Yeah. You can see the huge jump from Panzer speaking on the mic from back then to now. Mm-hmm. And this is live. Mm-hmm. So, like, big props to Panzer for improving the hell out of. No, especially this year. Because usually it's Mr. C who's the MSG. Yeah, you don't have to refer to me the third person. Like okay, yeah. <laughs> you're, the, you're the mouthpiece, but this show it was Panzer. What and do you think of, of Panzer you know, in his first heel promo live? Because it's a very different, uh, very different turn for the character. It it delivered. Mm-hmm. All I can say is I can feel him so relaxed now. Not uh, there's no more nervous energy when he's at the mic. If you compare it to 2015 Panzer, mm-hmm. it's like a total different. It's a totally different person. Basically, it's it's amazing to see that huge jump. Kasi hindi siya tao, demonyo siya. Oh, tanong, demonyo. Oging demonyo. <laughs> Alright, let's move on to the Chris Panzer match he faced. Uh, River Ranger. River Ranger, right, in the first round of the championship tournament. So, the Battle of the Abs, as they called it on social media. Pretty, pretty solid match. Um, I can't say much except that the River Ranger is starting to be less of that whole, you know, feel-good character that just is there for the kids or is there for fighting for justice. This time, there's a lot of grit. There's a lot of, you know, a lot of... I can't say the word. There's I'm more I'm meaning in. to why he's fighting now. Okay. okay. For, you know, right. And the three-on-one dilemma of River Ranger versus MSE was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Because in the end, he tried to overcome everyone. But, I don't know, MSE was just too much for him. That's why Panzer is going to be advancing to this tournament. All right. After the interference of Sandata and Main Max. Speaking of Sandata and Main Max, they stayed out there because the four-way tag match came next. It was MSG versus the Endgame versus the Network versus Dax and Gatilio. 
What did you think of the new team of Dax and Gatilio? I hope it sticks because this is a very interesting group. I what what about I them mean, is interesting for you? This is a very interesting matchup. Like you have the power game of Gatilio, who's also agile, by the way. He did, he's got flippy shit. Yeah, he got flippy shit. And then Dax, who's still like improving as this kind of Dax, like the crazy, I want my stuff back Dax, my Aurora Dax. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, some people were joking in my area like, oh, it's a... Uh, it's like Delirium 2.0 with a grittier Oof. Dan Texon. Uh, but, but Sir! Hey, hey I, I'm just overhearing, huh? This is not me. How this dare is, you, sir? How dare you? <laughs> Sirs or mams? Sirs or mams. Mams, sir. Mams, sir. <laughs> but man, this is, uh, this is the first time in a long time we've seen uh, no, Dax in a tag team situation. The last time was Dax and Data. This is also a good pairing, but this has, this has potential for a very, very... Interesting tag team. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at a photo of the both of them now, um, talking about Dax Xavierra and Gatilio. So imagine those guys like coming down the aisle. Uh, they, to be <laughs> honestly, they look like a Slipknot cover band, right? So, this <laughs> right. is what I think. Or Tubero, Gatilio, but Corey Taylor. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I don't know their names, but that's the vibe I'm getting. I, don't know. I uh, like Gatilio's uh, bandana, yeah. bandana mask. Yeah, it makes him look like a cholo. It does though. It does. It does. Yeah. But how about the match itself? Like this match, way. This match underlies what we missed with Idol a lot, which is you know his subtle ano, movements. It's not like him doing stuff in the ring. It's his stuff doing at the corner. Mm-hmm. Because before we've seen Idol get a monoblock chair, relaxing on the corner on a three uh, three man tag team match in Shaw, or like Idol doing some random shit. Like well, the network's inside the ring. Yeah. This time it's Idol getting a chicken nugget, and then another chicken nugget for himself, and then another one for Dax, and then another one maybe for Main Max. Mm-hmm. And then it became a shopow. And then it became became a shopow. Like, hey, shout out to Kalunhau. Kalunhau. Yeah. Yes. We missed out on that the Quattro Mahabang. The pre-show, Usapan. yeah. The pre-show Mahabang was happening. Kalunhau special. Sponsored by Moe's. Yeah, Sponsored by the Moe's um, group. May continuity dito kasi yung show pa bumalik. Bumalik sa kamay ni Idol. So, basically yun. Uh, I missed that subtle, ano, subtle stage bit. No, I can't say stage. Ringside business of James Idol Martinez. Okay. It's missed and I'm glad it's back. Alright. Uh, so yeah, let's talk about the mahabang usapan bit. Sorry, uh, the, the reason I'm not uh, memorizing everything is because I wasn't there at the show. Oh, it's okay. uh, it's okay. So the um, mahabang usapan bit featured Redrick Mahaba and Quatro. You mm. weren't there in person. I was you not there, there in, in spirit. Oh, thank in you. Video. In video. Satellite. In video via satellite. Via satellite, yes. Uh, maganda to kasi ano, it continued the show pow. He threw show pow to the crowd. Then uh, Quatro came out as Redrick Mahaba. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and ano ba? Um, it, it's basically cool. Uh, the ending is interesting because it's it involves Ralph entering ringside and just brawling with Quattro and parang nagtampuhan sila ni Redrick Mahaba at si Quattro okay. at the end mm-hmm. I don't know why because afterwards you'll see Redrick Mahaba now with the YOLO twins instead of joining Quattro's side at the main event later on mm-hmm. Okay, so it was a good lead up to the main show but, but that's all I can say about the segment what happened next after the four-way tag match? Is there a promo? Was there a video? Was there another match? Uh, before that, I think the winner of that match was the end game because after the Swanton bomb of Sam Baltazar, Baltazar, Vintendo sneaks in a tag. 
he pins Dax who got Swanton and gets the victory. And ironically, it was AB3 who helped them get that win because he May did the, he had the assist. Yes. But shotgun, was, shotgun drop kick assist. Yeah, but he was trying to tell Sam, Sam, go for the pin now. But he went upstairs and it gave Vintendo the time to get the victory, to sneak in the victory, which is kind of, you know, strategic in a way for the endgame. And this is not the first time the endgame is going to win tonight. So what, what do you think about uh, AB3 being officially part of the endgame, but him trying to screw them over and help out the network? It's like... I feel bad for him. Parang sa yung ano eh, si uh, Wiley Coyote and then the Roadrunner yung mga iwang teams. Okay. He's trying to get the the victory for the network, but instead it's the other team that got the win mm-hmm. at the expense of the network. So are you buying into the story na yeah, this guy AB3 who used to run with the network is now part of the end game or that he's begrudgingly he's, beholden to them now? He's begrudgingly. Obviously uh-huh. begrudging. Because he's just trying to make an excuse that, you know, I tried to help you out, but it's so obvious he just doesn't want to be part of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I feel bad. <laughs> okay. Uh, you okay. feel bad for AB3 too? Yes, of course. Okay. okay. I feel bad for him, man. He, he, he lost his crew and now he's in a crew that he doesn't want to be in. All right, next is our, for the first of our oh. international matches uh, of the show. The Please Don't oh. Die match. Oh. Oh. versus oh. Shao Kat. God. Damn, uh, this is the first time I'm seeing Shao Kat live. The last time I heard about Shao Kat was way back in 2016, yung sa PW, niya si Panzer. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he won over that, man. Um, so I was so interested to see how he looks like in real life, like in person. Mm-hmm. He's huge. And man, he's huge. and Huge. That's why we were chanting, please don't die or please have mercy while he was facing both. Uh, I mean, this guy had every right to just break Bolt in half but the, I think this match made Bolt so you know made us so behind Bolt more in recent history than previous matches have because we were rooting for him not to die and he was like he was standing up for himself like this was so big for Bolt's character can you say that the Burt era is officially behind him? no <laughs> because it will always be there to haunt you like certain How so? wrestlers like example so what does he have to do he has to I don't know He'll do, he can do anything to take out that shadow but there will still be fans that will still remember his birthdays shadow shadow yeah. shadow uh, just like Quattro with the shadow thing especially the PWR fans but the thing about Quattro and the shadow thing is Yung shadow is more of um, out of affection I guess yeah. because it's a reference to his earlier days whereas mm-hmm. the bird is really a dig because yes, of the is. way that it came across from the Trian feud so maybe yeah. the question here is what can Bolt do to turn the bird uh, dig into something positive oh this, it is positive now oh, if that's the question what? How? How so? Because before, like, you're just making fun of him because he's being lifted up by his tag team partner. Yeah. Or like, it just we just can't get behind him. We want to get behind him. Mm-hmm. And now we do. I think it also helps that JDL's helping Bolt he's coaching as the him? coach. Yeah, yeah, as the coach. And that's the right step. I think, I think I... Um, let me know if I'm if I'm on the right track with okay. it. So it's like now that there's more purpose behind behind Bolt's actions, yes. there's more reason to get behind him as a character. As a character, is that sort of where you're 
where you, where this going oh so like yung hear it noon magiging affectionate na din kagaya ng shadow eventually okay. but it'll still be there okay may stigma pa may st- it's always gonna have a stigma to him okay uh, next up, you had the other international match of the evening or of the afternoon, which was Vlad Sinsik versus AEW and OWE and Wrestle Once T Hawk. Man, I saw. Oh, can man. I just say so I wasn't good. at the it's show, so but I saw pictures of of Vlad's chest, and I am still dumbfounded as to how it got that bad. So, can you explain to us okay. what well, had happened? Chino no, that kanang live no. So, pag makita mo yung chop ni ni Vlad. Malakas. Yes. Imagine mo si Vlad chinap kasing lakas pero mas echoey pa yung chop. Oh, damn. So mas malakas. Mas malakas. I mean, shit. That was, mas malutong. That, Man, yeah, mas malutong. malutong. Parang yung shut up Camus mo sa last episode. Yeah. Malulutong. Parang ganun. Oh, sorry Camus. Sorry Camus. It's okay. It's okay. You're the guest. What was your favorite part of the match? Oh, the chop off, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, we, we pride, well, I see, for me, as a, PWR fan. Yeah. Pride and glory yung chops ni Vlad. Mm-hmm. And then you're going toe-to-toe with one of the like best choppers outside PWR. And he stood toe-to-toe with that. And that was amazing exchange of chops in the middle of the ring. In terms of like, not just in terms of chops, but in terms of wrestling styles, shall we say. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think Vlad held up his end of the deal in the match? Because he is wrestling against an international star in T.O. So do you think they matched up well? Do you think there was a disparity? You seem like he matched up well. Oh, uh, isang favorite part ko sa match when he did the corner chop kay Vlad. We were chanting one more time. I, I'm not sure everyone could see it, but he was doing the peck dance while he was here. He was milking up the one more time chant. Oh, we but have to we have to review the footage. Doing so. that, I'm like, holy shit! Is he just doing the peck dance right now? <laughs> one more time. It was like. Doing it rhythmically at the same time as we were chanting one more time. Did you get to catch T-Hawk in Double or Nothing? Sadly, no. Okay. So this is the first T-Hawk match I've seen. And I am impressed. And I heard he's doing he does flippy shit in mm-hmm. other matches. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested to see that after that. After so he did do... Suffice to say, he didn't do so many flips in this... Uh, if I were to describe it, it was actually in a, 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 like a traditional... Not one strong style, but a poor, Murder poor fest. rest match. Yeah. Okay. So if with, you're with used, if you've ever seen uh, an old Japanese Tito match, Anakjima, Kenta before he yeah, came yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. It, it was like that. It was very much like that. It, hard so hitting. It was the right kind of. I would say the right kind of match for Vlad to have mm-hmm. uh, with T Hawk. So it was good. Um, it, 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 they pulled it off. And now that I've heard you done. Th- now that I've already done flippy shit like on other matches, I can't wait to see him like fight again in PWR, like maybe against a Zayden Trudeau or a Quattro. Now imagine that kind of style with T Hawk. For someone like Vlad Sinsik who gets put in a match like this with an international wrestler like T Hawk, wrestle one heavyweight champion, AEW wrestler, what does it do for him moving forward? Like from your perspective as a fan? As a fan, I hope it helps him improve because this is not the first time he has fought with an international star. He fought against Masa Takanasi. Did I say yeah, that? Yeah. Masa, Masa and DJ. And DJ Nira. And alongside JDL. Yes. And those guys were amazing. That's the first time I saw them. The, the next time I saw Masa was in that Kenny Omega match in YouTube versus Riho and someone in Gato Move. Mm. Which did happen. Which yes. did happen. No, well, there's fun. a lot of there's <laughs> a lot of things, man. That and we'll get to Riho later. Oh, but yeah. 
there's a lot of things that um, you know you can learn from seeing foreign talent when matched up against our talent. Do you feel that um, Vlad is one of those guys who's going to be going abroad soon? I hope so, because I'm having fun seeing Vlad with these these foreign matchups. Mm. Like at first, I had him at the tag team match. That was good. This was good. Okay. So I can't wait to see who he's gonna face off next. That's foreign talent because last year that was like the Quattro was doing that against Emon the Kid. Quattro was doing that against Doctor Gore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think this is you know Vlad's year. I hope. All right. Okay. Next up, you have the PHX Championship. It's the rematch between John uh, John Sebastian and Chino Ginto. Oh man. Um, after John Sebastian saw the last match, I think I know why he doesn't want any chop. So he was saying no chops, no chops at the early part, and then he go and he does the chop anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was very funny for me. I I got entertained by John Sebastian this match, and I'm happy that you know Chino retained the title mm-hmm. because I wouldn't like to have a very short run for Chino at the PHX title. I mean, for me as a fan, we were robbed at a Chino Ginto PHX reign when he got injured. Yeah. I would have loved to see Chino healthy that time and see how the storyline went. Had he been healthy, had he had that PHX title, I mean, like who would he have faced? Especially what would have been the implications had Chino been healthy two years back and it was APCC 2017. Right. Right? I mean, imagine what he would have done in those three days at APCC with the PHX title. What he could have done. What he could have done. Mm. Here's a question for you, and uh, I'm, I'm going to um, uh, go on a tangent point a little, okay. a little bit here. The current champions in PWR are all baby faces, the Kakai Bros, uh, Martivo, Chino Ginto, and Cuatro. What do you think about that? Like, as a fan, you're watching all the titles being defended by good guys. Uh, what, um, what, what's your opinion on that? I don't mind. I mean, like, it, good guy or bad guy, it depends on how you make use of your run. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, you can have a long run but it, it'll be so forgettable if the next champion or if the previous champion was so memorable with their matchups or with their run like say oh god there's this it's a f- the example in WWF I was a kid at this point there was this time where the IC title was held by Shawn Michaels the world heavyweight title was held by Bret Hart mm-hmm. me and my brother were so invested at the IC title because there was HBK, like just pre, like, share Mortal Pink Kasama niya. Okay, so sexy boy. Sexy boy, HBK yeah. with the IC belt, trying to fend off Marty Janetti, trying to fend off whoever, like Mr. Perfect or Tatanka. And we were so invested on that compared to, oh, who's Bret Hart facing? Uh, Yokozuna. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, there was okay. the, and then it became, and then, then it became the Hogan. Hogan. Yeah. yeah. Like, it depends on who holds it so I don't mind what their alignment is but as long as it's more memorable I don't care like right now I want to talk about later yung kay Martivo ang yeah. ganda eh. I mean it deserves to be I think the co-main event of this event that's why it was there and I'm so happy they pulled it off so well alright so yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that when we get there um, but first there was an intermission after the PHX championship match did anything interesting happen like was there another Gemberlin dance segment or giveaway before that um, it seems like Vlad is gunning for John Sebastian yet again because yeah, there was a post there was a post match promo yeah. John Sebastian 
of him saying, I don't care if I win or lose right now because I'm still gonna try and get my PHX title back because I'm still co-GM. Mm-hmm. So he's gonna imply that he's gonna abuse his power as co-GM, but Vlad comes out and beats the shit out of him. So let's see what happens. Is he gonna have another crack at it or is he gonna face Vlad? All right. Uh, after intermission, you had the YOLO twins taking on the Kakai Bros. It was the Kakai Bros' oh, first tag man. team championship defense. <laughs> and the YOLO twins came out with Redrick Mahaba. So they're the triplets now. Okay, what do you think about that? What do you think about this uh, new triplets alliance? Triplets more tri- like quintuplets. No, they're just, wow. three, they're just three, Chino. They're just that... Oh, wow, Chino. Now you get it. Now you get it. takes you Thank three you. seconds. That's, that's Thank me. You that's so me. That's so... Three seconds, sir. How, how could it have taken you that long? I'm not going to feel bad if Frederick Mahaba is going to burn you on Twitter in a few days. He does it every other day anyway. Okay, I won't feel bad then. then. <laughs> also, yeah, what do you think about this new alliance between the YOLO twins and Frederick Mahaba? Uh, interesting because ang ganda ng reaction niya when the Kaka Ebros do their usual promo. And shout out to, uh, I think, Joshua, who's enjoying his PS2. Joshua! Joshua. And uh, rest in peace to Lola. Hello, but at Lola. least she made it to Jed's. <laughs> she made it to Jed's. And a uh, shout out to. Um, we're missing someone, eh? Yung Twison ni ano? Ni. Oh, man. It's okay. Basta Twison ng kapatid ni Kendrick or something. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So it it's it goes to so my character development then yung win ng Kake Bros na they got quote unquote the championship money yeah and they have at least a step up in their lives hindi naman sobrang rich kids kagay ng Yolo Twins but that helped for their family so ang saya naman it it's so out there it might just be a joke but to some extent you'd feel good for them man good for them so you're saying they're relatable yeah they're relatable to an extent I'm so happy for you guys and young my partner. Your reaction to Redrick Mahaba that was so gold, and then mm-hmm. he just walked. And he just ran out the ringside like, "Sino ba ako? Why am I? Why am I so affected by this my partner's stick?" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So okay, uh, the match happens and the Kakai Bros end up retaining. What do, What do you think about the match and about the Kakai Bros retaining? Um, for the first, uh, for first the match, I'm very very. Happy that this was the rematch, and it was just the Kaki Rose and the Yolo Twins. Yeah, because it's just two teams free showing us how good they are as a unit. It's just like no other team in between, or two or three teams in between. Kagaya yung four way. Yeah, because I focused kayo sa actually the three. Ah, wait, the four way from earlier on in the show. Oh, and then yung three way sa Revo X for the tag team titles. It just goes to highlight how great of a tag team the Yolo Twins are and how good and how much the Kakei Bros are continuing to improve as a duo. Not just as the pros. As, in, as a unit, like doing the pre-match promos, they're so good already. Like in-ring, they're improving match after match after match. I mean, pag nang lalaro ka ng EWR or TEW, Total Extreme Warfare, mm-hmm. you mo yung rating nila as a tag team right, yung from right. F to A. Okay. So, naman sta- to like B or A. Okay. And it, it's like I'm, there's constant improvement yes, every step every of the way. Every step of the way. Lala yung ano na yung assisted uh, yung modified rapbe. Yes. Ending, the rapbe. <laughs> rap People bay. forget the name. <laughs> Alright, next up, you had another first round match in the PWR title tournament. It was Zayden Trudeau versus Mike Madrigal. 
Oh shit, nakakatakot to. Uh, I know the feels. Okay, so for those who weren't at the show, what are you referring to? <clears throat> oh man, um there was this, oh no, there was this package power bomb spot sa Ephron oh, yeah. Zayden Trudeau. On our view, it was it was safe naman, but I I can relate that to those guys at the the curtain part. Lalo yung mga kakilala ni Zayden, they were so shit what's happening there. Yeah. Zayden's, parang Zayden's company of yeah. friends really freaked out yeah. for the true daughters. I, I, no, 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 no. No, no, no. They're, they're, they were mostly guys. <laughs> and, and girls, of, of course. Yes. It's, it's guy, no, basta, yun. So I was like eyeballing mom them, like, Jeremy, he's okay, he's okay, he's okay. <laughs> Because because this match actually like, like yeah. just to jump just to jump in had some of the oh. your your prototypical Mike Madrigal hard hitting stuff but because it's Zayden there's some like he took it a little high a step maneuver. a step further than he usually does oh. yeah because Mike is still pissed off that somebody else was wearing Zayden's underwear yeah 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 <laughs> So it's like there was the package pile driver. There was a lot of top rope. There's top rope bomb. There's a lot of things yeah. that happen in this match. Na nakakatakot. I like did he, see that package pile driver. It yeah. was scary. Oh, there's there's enough. Parang it pushes the boundaries of what is safe. Yeah, and you and, know, uh, if we were saying please don't die, kay Bolt, we should have said that here too. Okay. But uh, no, it was still memorable in the sense that I missed seeing these guys duke it out. Mm-hmm. Because last time you saw them, it was a three-way with Bolt right. for the PHX title. Back when Mike Madrigal was champion. Oh, oh the PHX led Skupal. It's good because they improved the two. It's always good to see Zayden back in a PWR ring. Not sucking kneecaps yeah. on you-know-who. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. what, what did you think of Mike Madrigal with the uncharacteristic show of respect for Zayden at the end of the match? It's very, like you said, uncharacteristic. Mm-hmm. It was weird at first, but I'm interested to see how this goes. Because, af- like after he fought JDL, so Revo X, yeah. After JDL was like hitting him on walasang puso, yeah. He's starting to show some quote-unquote heart mm-hmm. and showing respect to their to his opponents instead of just flipping him off. Like he did flip him off some pisa, but still, still he still you no know, shook hands, showed respect. Very uncoupal of Mike Madrigal. There was a brief babyface Mike Madrigal run uh, from right before it was during the Fatal Four Way. Yeah. Yes, yes, uh, late twenty eighteen. Can you buy Mike Madrigal as a face now in mid twenty nineteen? Well, I could. I buy him. I can buy him as a possible face last year when he was like facing Ralph for the title. Yeah, because everyone was like, even when he was flipping us off. Yeah, instead of us just flipping him off, it's like us giving him. His energy while we flip him off in the ring while he was lifting like Ralph for a suplex. It's a very weird way of passing on your energy to someone by right? flipping them off, but okay. It's like his way of being a Goku in a sense. Okay. So I can buy a Mike Madrigal run that's a f- baby face Mike Madrigal but still has a bit of coupon in him. So it's like stone cold. Hell yeah. Alright. Like, Up next, another first round match in the tournament, the last one from the show. It was JDL versus Jan Evander, with Jan Evander taking the W. Yeah. So guys, it's legit. Do not sleep on Jan Evander. No, we have we have been wide awake, sir. Oh, yeah. yeah. Jan Evander been? is a smart Henry scholar, sir. Yeah. Hmm. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Did you know that about Jan Evander that he was a smart Henry scholar? Yeah, it's in this uh it's in this video. Like 
PWH, it's the one he's holding. It's a Smart Henry Solar. Okay. It does read. It, it does, does read, read that. that. <laughs> it does read that. But to those who are listening right now, do not sleep on him because this is one of the best matches I've seen him one on one. Kay Johnny Vander. Is there even a one on one match na Johnny Vander lang before? Ito pa lang. Ito pa lang, no? Um, except no, for Except Ranger. for yeah. Wait. Before the end game was before the end game was formed, he did. There was one. So there was one because it was Path of Gold. Apparently, he was in Path. He debuted Path of Gold, if I'm not mistaken. I think so. Yeah, Path of Gold 2018, I think. When he and was, then, yeah. yeah, and then he did have one where, single Where match. he was just breaking wrists, right? Oh, like, breaking fingers. fingers. Sorry. Oh, wait, it was with Kenwa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they had a singles match. So it's his first singles match in a long while because he's been tagging with the endgame. So what do you think about Jan Evander's single star now that he's in the title chase? I hope they continue with that. Because... Like we said, Smart Henry Scholar. There's a reason why he's one of the Smart Henry Scholars. And this is why he's... Pro- and he's proving it right now. Lalo na kalaban ni si JDL. Mm-hmm. This is the best in-ring partner you could have one-on-one. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to see him advance. Because I don't know what the bracket is. Is he gonna face Madrigal? Is he gonna face TDT? Is he gonna face Panzer? Mm-hmm. Because... I can't wait to see a Madrigal Jan Evander match or a Panzer Jan Evander match. Who would you or want TV? to see him face more? Oh, God. It's going to be a nice Panzer Evander. But if not, maganda Madrigal muna and then Evander for semifinals. Okay. It's going to oh. be an interesting matchup. All right. Well, pwede din TDT, pero. So yeah, so, <laughs> so lahat, so lahat, basically lahat. Yeah. You said all of them. Yeah. All of them, yeah. Uh, way, way to kiss ass, Martin. Pick one. Pick one. Uh, Pick one. So, uh, I won't suck all kneecaps, man. Okay, <laughs> top one, Mike Madrigal. Okay. Vander, for the next round. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, the reason why he got the win was because Shao Kat came back again and laid out JDL. So what, what do you think about this? Give him Shao Kat. Uh-huh. Okay. So like, you want to see Shao Kat JDL now? Yeah, this is mm-hmm. something I've been wanting since I saw Shao Kat face a PWR guy at my PW. Mm-hmm. I was waiting for this either JDL face him there when he when JDL was going abroad or maganda pag dito sa PWR so we can see it live. All right. Now next up you have the co-main event. It was the all-out Warla match between Capitan Tutan and Martivo. So Capitan Tutan probably the most oh, dressed man. we've seen him in in quite a while. Yes, uh, but I, that changes. Not that changes. Long. That changes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's true. I like his outfit. Parang he's ready for war against Martivo, and I know you're so scared for Martivo. Why? Because there's this. We have the serious face of Capitan Tutan every time. Yeah. But you don't see the serious face that I'm gonna kill you, Captain Tutan, that we saw here. Is there a difference? There is a subtle difference. If you see, like, there's something in Tutan's eyes when he was facing Martivo at near until near the end of the match. Na he just wants to beat up Martivo and win the title. Hindi mm-hmm. yung parang seryoso. Oh, rest lang iniisip ko. As in, all out war talaga iniisip niya. Bong match na. Nilabas pa niya yung Tom Tax. Yeah. Which will also go into play at the main event match, apparently. What did you think of uh, the Naughty Boys getting involved in this one? Oh, uh, I want to say that later. Because I want to give a shout out to the spot where they were pulling out vegetables. Okay. At lumabas yung upo. 
Uh-huh. And then he just smacked it on top of Tutan. Uh-huh. I remember that time when it was Vlad who had that in an all-out war match. Mm-hmm. So it was a nice, it was a nice shout out to that moment before when Vlad Sinsek had a certain that certain fruit or vegetable in his hands. Any other spots that stood out to you from that match? Oh God, the the thumbtacks. It thumbtacks was talaga, so huh? ano, uh, We were scared that it would be Martivo. Mm-hmm. We were still scared that it was Tutan eventually who got slammed there. Because yeah. it was still dangerous and yeah, you can feel the pain that Tutan had when he was slammed. Thumbtacks are still... Thumb, yeah, it's, it's, still it's still... No matter painful. what you do, thumbtacks are still a very dangerous spot. Hell yeah. Here's a question for you. Here's a question for you, Martin. Um, for someone like Capitan Tutan who's been mostly a comedy wrestler throughout mm-hmm. his time in PWR, could you buy him as a championship contender? I bought him here now. So. Yo, ano sa All Out World uh, Championship match. What is it about his performance that made you believe na? Yeah, he can be a credible contender. Like I said, it wasn't just him thinking wrestling lang iniisip ko at this match. He was solely focused on winning and giving it everything he got. Or pulling out anything like underneath the ring just to win that title. Was it like babyface versus babyface at that point? Or was the crowd more partial t- uh, towards Martivo? Because uh, Pride Month, Martivo's um, uh, openly gay. Yeah, I think he, it he's was, on the poster. I think it was still 50-50 where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. And oh my god, oh, thank you for reminding me this was Tutan. Um, he did strip down, as Kamu said. Yeah. Back to his uh, red tights. Yeah. And he was doing the hip thrusts to hit, you know, the head of Martivo. Right. <laughs> that was... Uh, Pretty funny spot, but at the same time, interesting spot because we haven't seen that in the scene. Like, repeated crotch shots to the head. Mm-hmm. And he was using his crotch as the weapon. Yeah. Not like him getting the receiving end of a crotch shot. It was his crotch doing the shot on someone's face. What did you think about that, given the Martivo is... I like how you emphasize the crotch part. Because yeah. this is a reversal of roles, man. It's like... What? It's not the point what of it. It's not the point of someone's attack. It's the point of his attack to someone. Okay. Usually in we're used to low blows. We're using the kicks in the crotch. We're using to the claw crotch of Ric Flair. Yeah, yeah. You're using your crotch as the weapon. Mm-hmm. I think uh, this is our uh. Joey Ryan moment for Tutan. So it, it's like it became a weapon. It is the weapon. Okay. So, wala namang, for you as a viewer, wala namang awkwardness given uh, you know, the in, whatever innuendo it may have given off, given um, yung orientation ni Martivo? For me, wala kasi I'm more focused on the character of Tutan. And the gimmick, well, for me, the character of Tutan is that area of Tutan is hard. Okay. So, he will constantly, use that. Constantly. Constantly hard. hard. <laughs> so, it makes sense that he'll use that not just on Martivo but on anyone he might face in the future. Regardless of their orientation yeah, or their regardless gender. Regardless of orientation. Okay. But, you have a good question because it might be seen by someone else as like they might be you know using this opportunity because maybe Martivo is part of the LGBTQ yeah and this is Tutan you know trusting his crotch in his face mm-hmm. maybe but not to me because mas alam ko yung ito gimmick ni Tutan eh, so gagawin niya yan okay it's it's Tutan. It's not because it's Martivo. It's just Tutan being Tutan, using Tutan moves, using his weapon, his main weapon. Kumbaga. Mm-hmm. Pag yan yung RPG, yan yung main niya. Yeah, which is his crotch. Yeah. Yung just so we're clear. It's yeah. his crotch. Anything else on the Tutan Martivo match before we move on to the main event? Oh, yeah. The continuation of the 
Naughty Boy Saga, as you mentioned, it's the it's like ano eh, it's like the ending of PWR Live Nice. Natalo man si Tutan, natalo man si ECX. The Naughty Boys were there to you know help him get up to do the nice sign, but this time there was something different because a certain grab camus was a bit late, and he came in there with his new shirt. Let Camus play. Yeah. And it really like annoyed TDT. It's like, we're here to help Tutan. Why are you putting your merch over? Way to put yourself over, Camus. Yeah. Like, <laughs> why, Camus? Why? Mm-hmm. And it seems to be. Camus is not in a good place with the Naughty Boys right now due to that move. Like, he, he was supposed to be there helping out his friend and his teammate Tutan. But he was there with his t-shirt. So do you think um, Camus' actions in this show will have repercussions down the line? He'll be on thin ice, yeah. Thin ice! Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, at, at this point, had the T- TJP video aired? No, it, no, no. Oh. It was, that was, that was, they, they showed the full... Ano muna? Oh, yeah. The, 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 rundown, the rundown of who was... Who was coming? The one that was uploaded um, this past Tuesday. Yeah. Uh-huh. Vi- the video that went out Tuesday was the one that they aired first, followed by TJ. Okay. So, what were the fans' reactions, or what was your reaction when you saw the lineup of international stars from Riho to Shotzi Blackheart, oh, uh, shit. and then eventually leading up to the reveal that TJP is coming this October? Okay. The first one we saw na Shaoka Tiho. Cool. Riho. Well. I'm excited because we've see, we've heard Riho face Alexis Lee and Crystal for that same title that mm-hmm. she's going to be defending for the next event at the Fatal 4-Way match. So I'm excited to see her versus Crystal versus J. Sarah versus... Gypsy. Uh, Gypsy. For, yes. for Queen of Asia Championship. Yeah. yeah. So that's exciting. And uh, I'm sorry to put this over, but wow, there's going to be two black hearts in the Paramax Center soon. Oh boy! Wow! Wait, oh, wow. wait, wait! Technically, the tag team yun, so tap oh, shit! Oh god, tap no! only one is claiming the Blackheart name. Okay, okay. but they're a group. <laughs> so, yeah, but I think okay, one of them. Shatsi, Shatsi has actually acknowledged them. Yeah. Wait, oh really? wow! Really? Yeah. Yes. She has. Why? Wait, so really? yes. So. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! The oh my god! god. Ah! There's more of them. The best news I've heard. So we get the EJP announcement. Oh my god. How did you feel? Like at this point in the show. We marked out. This is huge. This is like the Woods bomb right here. Mm-hmm. This okay. is your max contract, baby. Okay. <laughs> okay, not quite, but okay. <laughs> so uh, what about it excites you? Like, or, or uh, let me change the question. Um, who do you want to see face TJP? Well, it could be anyone now. Could be a JDL, could be a Quattro, could be a uh, Cali Nueva, perhaps. Pick one. Pick one. Pick one. Go to your head. <sighs> Gotta be Quattro, man. Oh, okay. See it. For Gotta the title? Quattro. For that title, yes. Okay. Okay. I mean, it has to be a high stakes match. If you gotta pick one, you gotta pick the champ. Alright. Gotta be Quattro. As for the other talents who were on the video package, do you recognize any of them? Like, I, I know you already are familiar with T-Hawk and Chao Kat. Oh, Chao Kat. Uh, how about Chatsi or how about uh, Alex Cuevas? Uh, I've seen Alex Cuevas tweet certain PWR stars, so 
an Alex Cuevas Ken Warren match is going to be interesting mm-hmm. if we haven't seen an M and Kenwa. But the M and the Kid Quattro match was awesome already. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm interested to see the Shark Andrew Carter. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's just random. I haven't seen his matches, but I've seen him around our Facebook. So okay. interested to see who he's going to face. All right. So we've got a slew of international talent, and they're really going to be a shot in the arm for PWR, especially as we get to the second half of 2019. Yeah. Okay. So now that we've talked about the international wrestlers and Kuya TJP, let's talk about the main event, Matira Matibay. Rafi Mabayashi and Cuatro spinhaba natin yung gap para matanggal din yung ropes. Uh, <laughs> no ropes? No. Yeah. What do you think about the no ropes match? Interesting. Because it takes away certain moves of Cuatro, like a springboard move, or Ralph trying to choke Cuatro with the ropes, or Cuatro trying to use the ropes as an escape for Ralph's submission moves. And it's ironic because it's Ralph who is the one who tapped out to a submission move by Quattro. And then they realize, wait, he can't lose because it has to be a 10 count. Mm-hmm. So and there's training. no ropes. Right. <laughs> so you can't even escape. Mm-hmm. There's no escape from that hole. <laughs> so, may waterboarding ba But you never know, right? You never know, but you gotta check out the previous episode of the Quattro TV because he watched that and then the waterboard was the waterboard spot in question he was reacting to that too alright so, right. so anyway the interesting part here was not even with Quattro and Ralph it was with our boy Leonard when he said the word six okay and throughout the match it was gonna be he was it was a recurring be, thing it was a recurring yeah, rib yeah. by the crowd to make six. So what did you what did you think of that? Did it take away from the match or? It's like I'm glad he was. Never right on the Mandinsa. Does he feel? Yeah, but but was but it you know? It wasn't that distracting. Okay. It was like, okay, this was the lighthearted moment on a very serious and hard hitting match. Right. So uh, Martin was referring to PWR referee Leonard Kizon, who uh, was main event uh, referee the main event. Yeah. when he counted six, six one time. Yes. Mm-hmm. So once lang siya pumiyok tas yeah. ginago na ng crowd. Yep. But yep. Uh-huh. we have to expect it. The revelation revelation is smart enough to pick up on these things. I mean, also very petty. Yeah. Five minutes. Remember five minutes. Yeah. We picked that. They picked that up. Uh huh. pa na pick up. So it's not. It's not you guys. Come on. Okay. But it's it's, we know it's, 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 it's no. Nobody's saying. No, it's, it's yeah, the audience is twelve. We the get it. The audience is twelve. We get it. It's just it's just a fun addition well to put. a very serious, hard hitting match and a very nice follow up match to the to the Revo X match. So, did you feel that it added flavor? Is that what you're saying? It added a new twist to it. Like going in, you you know it's gonna be hard hitting. You know it's gonna be brutal. And it was. This was like the. It was like a sprinkle of sugar in a mm. very, very thick and meaty dish that you'll serve in the main event. May pagka sweetness naman. So at the end of the match, Quattro defeated Ralph Imabayashi, oh, and then yeah. Ralph Imabayashi handed the championship to Quattro in a show of respect. Oh. Are you ready to see Ralph Imabayashi move on from the main event scene? Yeah, I'm ready for this Ralph that's not burdened by the belt. Because. His character, he's been saying this in a promo, he's been tweeting it during his reign. 
that he just wants to get end the misery. Mm-hmm. Like the heaviest crown he's bearing was the PWR Championship. Mm-hmm. Kumbaga, ito yung parang naging bad guy si. Sorry, I, I'm gonna show my age now. Imagine mo yung Matrix of Leadership pinasa mo kay Hatrod. Instead of Rodimus Prime, ito yung Dark Rodimus Prime saga eh. This is si Ralph. Transformers, this is Transformers reference. Yeah, yes. it's like this is Rodimus going dark. Mm-hmm. That was Ralph's reign. Mm-hmm. It was still a memorable, nice reign, but shit, give it back to someone. Give it back to Optimus. Give it back to freaking Ultra Magnus. Okay. If pwede nga si Willy, pasa ko na to, kasi putang na ayaw ko na eh. It's it's it, eating it's, like him alive. A, it's a burden. It became a burden. Yeah. So just to generalize it for people who. Who didn't watch enough Transformers in their life? It's like it became a burden. It was entertaining, but, but it became burdensome. Yeah. Also, shout out to GB Labrador. The birthday siya kahapon. Happy, hey, happy birthday, birthday GB. Uh, <laughs> Just saying, he's a big. He's trans- a big Transformers. He's fan a big also. Transformers fan, so he'd appreciate that uh, reference. And ironically, it was Quattro who was the light in their darkest moment. Um, Kumbaga, ironically, say naging Rodimus. Mm-hmm. Si Dark <laughs> Are you ready for a babyface Imabayashi? I have been ready. Is does he need? Well, but also at the same time, be. does he need to be the babyface? No, face? he does not. I mean, I'm ready for this new side, uh, this new chapter for Ralph. Okay. Because ano eh, like I said, hindi nasa si Rodimus. Balik nasa to Hot Rod. So, maraming maraming possibility na mangyari kay Ralph. It's he like, dropped. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, go. It's like he's gonna have fun again. Imagine like you have this huge responsibility lifted off your shoulders, but you still get to perform in the ring, get to do what you love without the quote-unquote responsibility of being the guy with the crown. No pressure. Also, also, he's no longer Ralph Imabayashi. He's He's just Imabayashi. Imabayashi. Yeah, did people buy it? Like, are people uh, letting go of the name Ralph now? Well, obviously, I can't take out the Ralph yet. But soon enough, yeah, we can just call him Imabayashi. Alright. And this is the right step in the Imabayashi character, I guess, because he showed respect to Quattro, and I am so, so ready for that. And it's not to, like, shit on his second reign. This is the reign he needed after he got robbed of his first reign back in 2015 <laughs> and 16. Oh. Like, we, like, some... What a choice of words. Like, some fans would say... And very few, I guess. Maybe it's and just me. Robbed or you know, twenty fifteen. The young robbed, robbed, obviously. Like robbed of his, <laughs> uh, no, his first reign. Because some people would say, Nah, he he wasn't ready. Even he would say he wasn't ready. I think there was one point he mentioned that. All right, but I, I'm thinking. Thank God he had the second run. I'm happy for him, and it goes to show, like, yeah, he's ready now. And without the title, he's ready to be Imabayashi. Okay, now before we get to our uh, end of the show awards, let's ask you about that promo to close the show. We had the three singles champions, oh, Mardivo, Cuatro, oh. and Chino Quinto in a showdown. And now we know that all three of them will be facing each other at PWR Live Championship Spirit. Mm-hmm. What were your thoughts on that? At first, I was already happy. It's Chino versus Cuatro. PHX versus ano, um, PWR. And then dumagdag pa si Martiva like, Oh, shit! No, you didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> right? Hindi, you can't see it yet like... Yeah, I can see Quattro versus Chino. And then you add All Out Warla mm-hmm. with Martivo. And then he comes into the picture and they're like... Yeah, I did not think of that. Mm-hmm. 
And this is going to be very interesting going into, what's that event? Championship? Spirit. Spirit. Because if I were just the viewer, I would be just happy to see Chino versus Quattro. Mm -hmm. And then you add Martivo. Yeah. This is a win-win. This is going to be a main event. I can't wait to see. The only downside is we won't see a PHX title match. We won't see an all-out war title match. It's, it's just the small sacrifices we're going to make because this might be the first time we'll see a champion versus champion versus champion. Unless, of course, they add the Kakaibros and make it a five-way. Yeah, I'm not sure how that'll make sense. Yeah, me neither. So, like, this is a good main e- co-main event for the next event. Yeah, because the, uh, the next event on July 28th is PWR Live. Again, Championship Spirit. And it features all three singles champions in PWR. And it also features... A four-way main event for the Queen of Asia Championship. And that's between Riho, Jibsy, our two international stars for the show, and our very own Crystal and Jay Serra. So you've got those two matches. We still don't know which one's main event in the show, but I think either one, either way will be fine. Double main event. Double, yeah, yeah, double main event. double main event. And it's going to be exciting. Um, overall, uh, Pak Ganern, mm-hmm. like I said at the start, I was so glad I did not miss this event. Give it a rating uh, from a scale of A plus to F. I'm not good at ratings. Can I just say A plus? I, I don't have to give a reason. Like I said, I'm bad at rating. That's it. I'll just say it's perfect because this is a so. You, oh I'm so God. glad I didn't miss. Okay. Wow. Yeah, this is a Why are you laughing so hard? Are you Chad? It's funny. I find it funny. Yeah, because I said I'm not used to rating, but here I'll give it a rating. Okay. I'll find it funny too, man. Okay, let's go to the post show awards. Who was the match of the night? Yeah. But honestly, it's gonna be Martivo versus Captutan. Okay. Alright. How about your spot of the night? Oh man. Putting him on the spot here. He's gonna give him to all of them. This yeah. is what you think of I'm before you come here to review. Yeah, should, usually when I thought twice about saying yes to this. Usually I don't even give a spot See? of the night or a match of the night. Putting you up some more Okay, let's skip that. Who was your star of the night? Who stood out? Oh, the oh no! Oh, God. You to all of them. Too. No, just, <laughs> not the end, not the end, man. No, just kidding. See, Sikamu, 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 Sikamu. The joke like, see, I know. Of course, see, Tutan. Tutan right. was star of the he night. He was the breakout star of the night. Yun. Okay. Now there. he's gonna get introduced as that next show. <laughs> oh no! We're sorry, Kali. All Insert, right. How dare you? How oh, dare you? <laughs> <laughs> All right, there you have it. That's our review of PWR Live Pak Ganern. Thank you, Martin, for laboriously getting through that review. Woo! No, thank you for getting through me because I can't pick one. Yes, it's like a big thing that's not Yeah, I can't pick one. So now it's out. Thanks again to Martin from Jobber Talk for coming on the podcast and reviewing PWR Live Pak Ganern. Time for us to get to our picks of the week now as we get to the end of episode number 275. So I'm going to start, and I did say that it was a good episode of Monday Night Raw, if uh, if your bar is the you know pieces of shit we've had for the past few weeks. Months. And, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna, Months. I'm going to say it's the AJ Styles heel turn. That's my pick of the week. And that's because I'm going to go out on a limb and say that this is a better executed one than the heel turn in 2016. Yes. Because in 2016, it's pretty much the same story from 2016 and 2019. But the difference is, in 2016, all three of them had just moved to WWE from New Japan. It was fresh. 
Yeah, it was very fresh. Very and fresh. napaka-convoluted nung sinabi ni na Anderson and Gallows at the time na, oh, you've lost your edge, you're not the same killer that you were in Japan, when he was just that killer months ago, months prior to them joining WWE. But now that it's been three years since that happened, sobrang dami na nangyari to the AJ Styles character within WWE canon, it really makes sense when they've said na, yeah, you're not the same guy. Uh, you know, they can egg him on. It really makes sense given that uh, even they have been idle for so long. So, meron silang kulok na gusto nila ilabas. And uh, they were able to make the most out of it. And it was executed very well. And the fact that Ricochet was the dance partner in all of this. Yeah, yeah. That, that, yeah, makes, bro- that it, makes it another It level. brought back a lot of NJPW memories for yes. me. So. Good NJPW yes. memories. Alright, my turn. Uh, before anything, I would like to say that everything is Kamas' fault. So uh, wow! Yeah, it is your fault, Kamalas. It really is. <laughs> so uh, my pick of the week is the triple threat at uh, Fighter Fest. So that's uh, Yuka Nakasaki. Wait, was that right? Yuka Nakasaki. Yeah. No, yeah. Yuka Sakazaki. Sakazaki. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You racist. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. Because there's Michael the Nakazawa on the card. Yeah, yeah, it was on the tip of my tongue. Sorry, sorry. My bad. My bad. Uh, Riho, of course, and Nyla Rose. Uh, if you are looking for a glimpse of what Rio can do before she comes over for PWR Live Championship Series, watch this and then watch the Double or Nothing match. Uh, it's a revelation. Or and if then, you just want to see a cute magical girl flying around, that match is also good for that. Yeah. Um, mine comes from the same show. It is actually the triple threat on the pre show with Private Party, uh, the Best Friends, and SCU. Kazarian and Scorpio Sky iteration. I don't know because they're all there's no there's no um you know heavy hitter lineup for them. But in this case, this is the revelatory match for Private Party. They've they were on the pre-show battle royale. They've shown you know quick glimpses of what they can do. But then this match really shows why they're signed. Um, I enjoy you know I I'm a fan of. Cluster Fox, I'm a fan of Trainwrecks. This was a great one. Um, so much going on, and still, it made sense in the end. So, you know how uh, AEW pre-shows are great. Uh, are aren't always the best thing in the world, but there's always like one match that's solid. This yeah. was the solid one. Okay, fair enough. My pick of the week is actually the only wrestling I've basically seen besides Raw. And that is Quattro TV. It's uh, how dare you! <laughs> it's the thing that that's kept me in you? touch with the PWR uh, live Pak Ganon show. Um, you saw, you basically saw glimpses of the show. You yeah. are also not allowed to miss the next show. Yes, I, I, I I'm definitely going to be at that one. I dare not miss the double main event. Um, however, with regards to Quattro TV this week, Quattro gives us an inside look into what goes on behind the scenes in a PWR show. So it's a nice, especially if you know some of the wrestlers personally, like I do, it's a nice glimpse into that into that whole world. Well, clearly, you know some of them. Well, personally. yeah, you, and uh, maybe Stan, and uh, Red, and... Uh, do I know Sandata? I don't think I know Sandata. I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, that's but yeah, it's a good it's a good glimpse into that world. So it helped me stay in touch with uh, Pat Gunnern, uh for at least for this iteration. All right, there you have it. Uh, go check out Quattro TV. I highly recommend it as well. 
Um, I'm not exactly a fan of YouTube content, but Quattro TV is something I really can make an exception for. Certainly better than Kenmore in content. Well, yes, absolutely. So, so yeah, um, I am also a huge fan of the Tagalog words with Zayden. No, that's funny, yeah. Astignum Tite. <laughs> Probably one of the best online content PWRs ever put out. Yeah, we, need, dare you. we need more of that, man. We definitely need more Tagalog with Zayden. How dare you? Again, Camus, I will say this. Inclusive kasi yung Quattro TV. It How doesn't matter you. who you are, everyone can jump <laughs> in. And enjoy it. How dare inside you. jokes, Jojo references. Yeah. How dare you? You're just bitter because it's a more inclusive product. How dare you? <laughs> right. hey, wait, wait, wait. I just wanted to point out that everyone knows that joke now. The one that Thomas is repeating over and over because of the inclusive product. Oh, yeah. Quattro TV. Exactly. How dare you? And can anyone can anyone bring out a, a, a Carlo show joke? Yes. Because oh, uh, I can't think of one right now. Yeah, I can. Bert. Bert. We gave that to Bert. Was Bert even on the Carlo show yes. or was it on the shit posting on social media? Yes. No, he was though. I I remember seeing that episode. To be fair, he was on that show. Okay, sure. Thanks, Stan. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so much. Hey, shout out to all the naughty boys, Jemerlin, Tutan, uh, Trian, and Evan Carlo. <laughs> what? I'm right fucking here, <laughs> man. And go- I'm right fucking Why here. Why are we going to shout out to you? You're right there. Because he said shout out to all the naughty boys. <laughs> you don't need to shout out the person who's beside no, me. No, I was waiting for I was waiting for He said shout out to all the naughty boys. My, my point is, Why yeah, do you, you shout sh- out someone you shout out who is right next to you? <laughs> He's right there. It doesn't oh. make sense. It is pretty stupid to expect a shout out when you're right there. <laughs> I was waiting for it. Because I was too. I was too sad. I was shouting out our friends who are not here. Yeah! That's the point of a shout out. I was waiting for it. God damn it, Stan. Di ba yun yung punta ng shout-out? That's the point! Exactly! Puti ba Chino nakakaintindi? Wrong with the both of you. In my own house! I'm not offended, though. I was wondering where it was. See, okay, see, these jokes are actually inclusive because this is shit anyone can get, Camus. (laughs) Alright, crying tears. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Stan. Before we get out of here, I gotta remind you once again to catch PWR Live Championship Spirit. It will be on July 28th. The poster's online. Poster just released online. If you want to catch the TJP vignette, it is also on the PWR page. If you want to catch the MSG vignette, it is on the Mr. C page along with a brand new uh, MSG entrance video and if you want to catch TJP live and in the flesh you will catch him at PWR specials homecoming on October 12th at the Virtus Tent uh, over in well the north yeah, yeah so that's months away you have no excuse to not mark your calendars and you know block off that day also if you want to catch uh, Comedy Manila they'll be at a bunch of shows this week uh, starting starting uh, tomorrow night at uh, sorry Friday night. Friday at, night, yeah, yes. That, so, so tomorrow night as this airs at uh, the Promenade Hall in It's Greenhouse. good shit. Good shit, these, so, these Promenade so check, shows. Check guys. out um, all the comedy Manila Are content. Are you on it? I am not, but I am shilling. For okay, the sake keep of the shilling. Party. And they have their own podcast yes, as well. Uh, comedy Manila, uh, which I am on this week. Nice, uh, so, nice. So check it out on Spotify. Alright, speaking then we, of Spotify, we are also on Spotify, so please keep supporting the podcast like you always do. Click the subscribe or the download button, rate us, give us a five-star rating, and share us on social media. 
let your friends know that we exist and that we are the voice of the Thinking Filipino Wrestling Fan for the Thinking Filipino Wrestling Fan. And let it not be said that we did not chill Martin and Jabber Talk with Martin, Martin, on, who is also on Spotify. You can find him there um, under the Channel 14 podcast channels. All right, there you go. Um, if you have any feedback you want to send our way or any good content that is also inclusive, then you can hit us up at the SGP Podcast, at Rose War, at Caveman Camus, at Chino Supersized, and at underscore Stan C. If you want to give a shout out, then you can just Wait, we haven't had a Chino Liao joke of the week yet. We, have, we had just pick one out of the ten that I've delivered tonight. Okay. <laughs> Don't have the same problem Martin did. <laughs> right, so on behalf of our guest Martin Vicencio and my co-hosts Chino Liao, Romaran, and Camus. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Stan C and episode number 275 is in the books. We're out of here. Peace. Kendrick and Marky, galawan ay swabe, datingan ay grabe Malamang ang lamang, sisikat patos sa araw, boy Tag team sobrang init, para nag-aapoy May kalalagyan pag pinilit mo pa ang yung tapang When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.